It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get right through now, it. the COVID-19 vaccine are available to millions of Americans and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hugger and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner. We've got a great show to kick off the week, uh, as uh, is often the case here on the Tom Sumner Program. Uh, starting, uh, well, in the third half of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk with an author whose new book, Chains of Slavery, offers unique perspective on uh, America's past and possible future. His name is Brian Rodolfi. And in the second hour, we're going to take some road trips with Country Magazine uh, Deputy Editor Marija Andrik. She's teamed up with Reader's Digest for a uh, new book called Great American Road Trips Scenic Drives. But first, some sad news to report uh, over the weekend. Uh, Flint rock and roll radio legend Peter C. Cavanaugh passed away just a few weeks shy of his 80th birthday. He um, influenced Flint radio for decades, working at WTAC AM 600 beginning in 1964 after coming here from uh, Syracuse, New York. And... um, He was station manager for WWCK 105.5 FM during the 80s. 
Um, he started radio in uh, Syracuse at WDNR at age 16. He was on the show several times and uh, a friend to anyone who had ever been in radio in this community and around the country. He's um, featured at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum as part of an exhibit on influential rock and roll DJs, and he was certainly that um, after uh, being the first to um, play music by The Who in the United States, right here in good old Flint, Michigan at WTAC. And um, anyway, he and I had, I, I wasn't as close to him as some of the other radio people around town, like Jim Bade, who um, did a, a film about, uh, well, called Flint's Best Rock, the movie. And he um, also did a uh, documentary adaptation of Peter Kavanaugh's uh, memoir, called uh, local dj and uh, anyway what I, I did is i went through the archives and i found the interview from the first time peter c cavanaugh was on the show and we're going to hear that as a way of remembering mr c i'm joined here by uh, one of Flint's radio legend, Peter C. Cavanaugh. And, and I have to say, I, you know, we, we, I, I, I actually tripped over you practically. Oh, no, Facebook. that's happening all. It used to happen every hour at Cato's and the T-Bird and, let's see, the Stardust and, and now, now the Embers and Mr. G's and the Empire. I could go on and on and on. Well, you know, the Shorthorn. That was back in the 60s, yeah. Have you, have you driven by the Shorthorn? It's a cement slab It seems to be now. quite gone now. Yeah, though. I used to tell my kids, you know, I used to play drums under that tree over that there. That was one of my favorite bars to get asked to leave. <laughs> well, the guys well, from Channel 12 back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Funny how, Tom, it's a joy being here, and I love the idea of what you're doing on WKUF. Public supported broadcasting is really where it is right now, given the horrible state of commercial broadcasting, and I ain't going to work on Maggie's Farm no more, and I'm glad to see you aren't either. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And, you know, well, as I, as I like to say, radio seems to be seeing how little it can get away with, and I'm trying to see how much. You've got 50,000-watt iPods, and what's happening here, as a matter of fact, it's sort of funny. On Sunday, I am uh, on the last leg of a long trip from our new home in Oakhurst, California, mm -hmm. which is about 45 miles north of Fresno at the entrance to Yosemite National Park. Left on the 9th of July, and we went to Dayton and then Cincinnati to see one daughter and three grandchildren and some old radio friends, etc. there. Then went to Cleveland and then Syracuse, New York for my 50th high school reunion wow. on Saturday, which was interesting. And we were at one point, we had the reunion at a friend of mine's cottage on Skenny Atlas Lake, and we decided to go down to the dock. There's like a, you know, a three-level dock thing, and but down on the bottom level to have a picture taken of us in a group. I got down there first and watching the kids, and it's funny how you still think of people as kids, coming single file down the walkway. It looked like, kind of like a fire drill at a nursing home. <laughs> and now, wait a minute, those are the kids, and I'm one of the kids too. But then we left there and have gone to New York and Chicago, and now I'm in Flint, and I saved the best for last. 
Wow. We're down here at the White Horse, and again, you know, looking for some people to stop. I've done this every time I've been in town the last couple of years, and it's very casual, and I can't charge it to the radio station anymore, so it's a cash bar, but it's so great to see Flint people. This is where I had the best times in my life. Well, that, that sounds like quite a trip. You don't do anything small, do you? No, no, if you're going to head out east, you want to head out east. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and speaking of that, I, I just I wanted to get back to uh, running into you on Facebook for a minute because something came up, right? Right after we became uh, in contact, and and I and I have to pass along. We have a couple of people in common. One of them mm-hmm. is Steve McComb. Oh, sure, sure. Very much his, appreciated. His dad oh, yeah. His dad passed away uh, just recently. Don was an engineer at WTAC years and years ago. And when I started in '64, disc jockeys could only touch the turntables. We had engineers, control ops, to actually control the tapes and stuff like that. And Don was just a terrific guy. And through the years, he was. General manager, I believe, at one point of the old WGMZ mm-hmm. when it was FM and nobody, you know, at that point was paying attention. Yeah, to I think FM that FM thing much. might catch on. Just well, <laughs> it'll never work. It'll never work, Tom. These people are kidding themselves. And then he was last time I saw him, Don was up at WIG in Saginaw when my friend Nancy Diamond was running those stations, and he was up there. Yeah, it's five or six years ago. But just a terrific guy, really smart and really funny, and, and I'm going to miss him. And so as I met Steve on Facebook, it was so cool to you know run into somebody who was dad, you know, yeah, it, down, it, down the line with his dad, you know. Well, Steve Steve has always been a, a, a real good friend of mine, but I did actually pass, or uh, my half, uh, uh, I crossed paths with Don McComb at WIOG, because mm-hmm. I worked there briefly mm-hmm. many, many years yep. ago. Yep. Um, but... Uh, but anyway, uh, Steve sends his best and, well, and wants to say thanks for oh, all great. the kind well, things that you said about his thanks dad. Thanks to him so and thanks to his dad, dad, too, for being a really uh, great... There aren't a lot of people I consider great radio broadcasters, and Don McComb certainly was on that very limited list. But we share another name in common, Greg Marsden. Oh, sure! talks about you all the time. And we, in fact, he we was in a Sunny show. Hug, and he was in a number of the early groups. And, 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 you know, the fact now, I'm sure a lot of people listening to WKUF have seen his act, and he's a one-man show. Oh, he's I know, he's fabulous. Band, and he does everything, and it was such a joy to run into him after not seeing him for a number of years. I had been away from the market and came back here in 2001, worked with Comcast for a few years before heading out west, and I ran into Craig, and, and I would catch him now and then. Just a great, he's just a great guy. He's better his, than that. His voice yeah. is tremendous. Yeah. His musicianship has really matured. Yeah. His songwriting is, is fabulous. I mean, Superb. He's, he's, a, he's just a tripper. Right. I was going to try to catch him on this swing, and I just might do that, but we'll just have to see. I'm trying to get a lot of things squeezed in together. Oh, yeah. Up in Flint for a couple of days, I've got some things happening down in Detroit, too, including two grandsons and a daughter and a son-in-law I haven't seen well, for a year Well, he's down in that area, and I can, I can probably get some places okay, where he's we'll, going to be we'll appearing. Try, we'll we'll track him down there. Yeah. Very good. Um, but uh, but but anyway, it's it's really funny because I had Craig on the show, and we did something that was without realizing it's sort of an homage to you because we did a Wild Wednesday, and, and we <laughs> did, did you do the old Peter Seal like I used to sound on WTAC. No, no, we and then, didn't, we didn't. And when we won AOR, or when I did the WTAC underground show, I'd sort of like sneak out in the parking lot before ten o'clock, and you know, no, talk no, down a little we, bit and go in and really get into cream and wheels of fire. We played we played Sunny Hug music, for oh, sure. Pink. Yeah. Cooper, all you know, all the groups that you used to get, and you really went from being the 
the quintessential radio rock DJ in Flint. I mean, if Flint had an Alan Freed, it was you. And and you really went from that into concert promoting and, and putting on these things, which ended up being great promotion for the station, for you, for your it was, show. You know, let me tell you something. But I did it for fun. I wanted to make money with it, and fortunately, more often than not, would. But I did it because I loved the music, and I loved the people who came to the music. And to this day, I think that, you know, if I was ever on my deathbed, which hopefully won't be for quite some time... <laughs> But I think one of the, the biggest accomplishments of my life, you know, obviously the family, four daughters and 11 grandchildren, four daughters, each one of whom is lovelier than the other three, and 11 grandchildren, each one of whom is smarter than the other 10. I, I so attribute of, that largely to your wife. <laughs> and my wife, Eileen, <laughs> Lord knows, 45 years as of last May 23rd, and oh, if there's a special place in heaven, I like to tell people that our uh, long marriage, the longevity of our relationship is much more due to Eileen's unyielding patience with Peter through the years than his own experience and mastery of marital arts. <laughs> well put. Well put. But, but I was about to say, uh, second to that is being in Flint with WTAC and then later on CK where I was manager and then I went down and became the head of Reams Broadcasting and got to do that down at WIOT in Toledo too. You know, a lot of people aren't aware at one point it was, I'm trying to think of the exact year, I believe it was 1970. No, it was 1981. WWCK was the highest-rated rock station in America by Metro Share. It's back when we had Michael Moore doing our Sunday morning programming and really Jeff Holbrook on the air and Captain Zero and Sean McNeil, who'd been with me at WTAC, and you know, especially Jeff Holbrook and, and, and folks like that. And then at WIOT in Toledo in 1990, having brought Jeff Lamb down there to do mornings and a lot of stuff that we had learned, worked in Flint, getting to do with the same thing again with WIOT being the highest rated rock station in America, you know, back in that period of time. It's all because of the energy that used to be here in Flint and the fact that this to me was more than just a job, was more than just a mission. This is going to sound really corny. It was a religious experience, man. I mean, it, there was something so heavy coming down here that we all became part of and fed off. And as I mentioned in local DJ, it was one thing to be on the radio playing music, but something else to be out with the people all of the time, seeing what was happening, seeing what they responded to, seeing what the bands were doing, then focusing that and reflecting it back at them in terms of programming. And that, I just want to think back, if I would have done it for free. Well, maybe I not tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't tell anybody that. But if we, can ever, if we can ever capture a way to put on a show all day long at some venue, Sherwood Forest, isn't set up to do it anymore. No, no, hardly. But if we yeah. could find a place like that and put on music all yeah. day for six bucks and make money. Oh, we started. It used we, to be we, three. We'll do it all used over again. to be three, and then one, one to five. And what happened was, I used to use the Who's recording of the Ox from their first album. It's uh -huh. one of the few Who instrumentals. But and if they go to my website on WildWednesday.com, there's some Wild Wednesday stuff on one of the one of the pages, and I've got that on there. You can suck down the MP3. But we good to see you, man. Good to see you, rock and roll. Couple of young men here that and <laughs> used to hang up. Make it or break it. Hey, come here a second. Get a plug. My old friend right here, Mr. Polos, who is the king of the White Horse. And when you see the White Horse, there's an invisible warrior high astride, and that's my friend right here. Hello. <laughs> Steve Polos. Hi there. Steve, Hi there, yeah. All right. Very good.
Uh, leave us uh, alone, Steve. Steve's a good friend. Okay. Of the- <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Steve's a good friend of the show. We do our uh, our live politics segment here every Wednesday morning. Oh, really? Morning Terrific. With, uh, a, with a live audience. He and his brother and sensation, sensation. The whole family is great. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. There's a couple of stories that I want to get to the bottom of. Uh-oh. And, uh, you're not Where's being my set attorney? up or anything. Uh, but Where's yeah, the door? Oh, I don't think you'll need an attorney, but... Uh, yeah, we'll make a call. Anyway, uh, this is Tom Sumner with Peter C. Cavanaugh, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions and you know the material and you, and you care about it and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. Hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, 
where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio For a new generation TomSumnerProgram.com Tom Sumner Program.com The Tom Sumner Program.com From the Tom Sumner And we're back, and I am Tom Sumner, and I'm joined by Peter C. Cavanaugh. Talking about the ox and the who, I want to do a, a Wild Wednesday spot here. It just happens yeah, to be Wednesday, ahead. the 22nd of July. So you have to picture the who music and Townsend just slashing that guitar away. Got to remember the words. Tonight, at the White Horse, a single point in time and space, twin concert stages explode with the sounds of Bob Seeger, Ted Nugent of the Amboy Dukes, Alice Cooper, Brownsville Station, Chuck Berry, and Rob Namowitz, and the incredible Skyhook. It's from midnight till... As a matter of fact, let's run this next one, midnight till noon, instead of noon till midnight. That way we start in the dark of night, and we might be able to get off to a much more interesting initial few hours that way. But it was always that energy level, both oh, in yeah. terms of music and the presentation. And it, it, it again, you know, excuse me for getting... As soon as I thought of The Who, I remembered uh, the, the main line was always, a single point in time and space. Now, The Who is actually kind of a signature for you because oh, yeah. you were the first DJ in the U.S. to I can't play explain. their music. I can't explain, yep, yep. I was doing music with Bob Dell at WTAC. We, you know, we'd have music meetings all the time, and Bob pulled the record out. I have to give him credit, too, and he said, have you heard this? I listened to it. We both played it, and so I put it in, and uh, I just I loved it, and little, we didn't know at that point. We were very intrigued that here was a group with the name of Who, and that's what caught our eye. So these little things do work in terms of getting initial attention. But, yeah, we were the first. Well, you've seen the rock and roll bit yeah, now to take the, off on the Who's yeah, yeah. first. And, you know, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, we, WTAC in Flint was, and it's recorded this way in all the rock history books, the first station in America to play the Who, also the first station to play ACDC and a number of other ones, too, along with all of our Michigan people. Well, but but Flint was a big deal, and a lot of people now don't really remember it was 
enormously influential just on the music. Just what a hub it yeah. was. What, what happened was this. First of all, when I came here originally, I started in Syracuse, New York in 57 on WNDR, which was one of the original top 40 stations. And when I came to Flint in January of 64, just as the Beatles were hitting and they were on Ed Sullivan and stuff like mm -hmm. that, I was very struck initially not only by the energy level of the Michigan people, and again, Flint at that point in time was a boom town. Everybody had all the money they'd ever want, and I got into town on a Tuesday night. It was snowing out, and Bob Dell said, let's go to Condos, and we did. I said, hey, nobody's out. Well, in Flint, everything went 24 hours a day, and there was such an energy level that was driving things, number one. Number two, the Motown influence, the R&B influence out mm -hmm. of Detroit was so significant, not just to TAC, but to Michigan white music, too. When I what see... Brand? When I say, well, later called rock and, and roll I, soul. Kid Rock is the epitome of blending the black and the white together. Mm -hmm. And I, by the way, he's headlining the New York State Fair this year. I didn't know that. Wow. I was just in Syracuse. Now yeah. I, th I think he's terrific. He's got the best Michigan musicians amongst the best. I got to be careful the way I express. Well, some yeah, because I not leave out names that, and stuff. I, yeah, well, I always argue that that. Michigan has always produced oh, as fine a talent but, but, pool as you're going to find but anywhere. But Kid in the Rock, world. If, if you drew a line of, of, of going back to John Lee Hooker, a friend of mine, Dave Carson, wrote a book called what was it again? Noise, grits, and rock and roll: the history of. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's a nice rock and roll history book. Local DJ is sort of my own story of being at a certain point in time and space as this culture was unfolding around our eyes and ears. Carson actually did research. <laughs> he spent time in the library. And the, but John Lee Hooker all the way through Motown and all of that stuff. And then you had the white music, uh, you know, Rational, certainly influenced very heavily by soul. Bob Seger, tremendously influenced by sure. that. So with the energy level and, and the black influence and strong white musicianship with young kids who were just waiting to get up on stage and do their thing it was it just it was a it was a single point in time and space now with with WTAC being the uh, first radio station to to break the record i can't explain by the who how did that tie at all to the the famous urban legend about the who being it's not it's not an stadium? urban legend i was there and and what happened was because of the fact we had exposed the who as much as we did CKLW in Detroit WJBK at the time WKNR which was a big top 40 state they all got out on it too so they came to Michigan and their first appearance was at Atwood Stadium opening up for Herman's Hermits and nobody had nobody know who the who was at that point and they came out and they destroyed the equipment and it was just you know <laughs> and you know it, it, it I remember and then we went to the Holiday Inn where Keith Moon had his 21st birthday party turned out later he was just making it up it was his 20th but he didn't want to get thrown out of the bar <laughs> so he went with 21 and it was my first real rock and roll party and at some point near the end of the evening Keith drove a Cadillac into a pool I was there and he almost he didn't you know risk his life or anything but it did go in the pool cops came and uh, Peter Townsend and I and Bob Dell and some who management people went over to Condos and sat down and closed out the night but the car did go in the pool and that was when the Who was banned not only in this country and around the world, but like for 20 years from Holiday Inns because of it's about $30,000 in damages, which the decade did cough up and take care of, so they didn't get to spend a lot more time in Flint than might have been the case had they not made good their, uh, their excited energy and their consequential trashing of half of that Holiday Inn.
We uh, mentioned earlier the, the Wild Wednesdays, and, and of course it's Cousin Super Sunday, which <laughs> and I and I remember all those gigs, and those were yeah. those were great gigs and great shows, and there were these these wonderful regional acts that eventually went national. Yep, yep. But what got you started? I mean, when did Peter C go? Hmm. Wild Wednesday. We could get a bunch of bands. Well, well I did midnight, that. You know. That started really in Syracuse, way before I came to Flint. Bob Dell, another name. Bob had been in Syracuse too. That's how he was the one who actually brought me out here. And in Syracuse, we started doing record hops. And you'd have like there was a band called Sam and the Twisters, and 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 just you know three guitars and drums, and and you could set up in five minutes' time. You could load all the gear in the back of a, a trunk of a car, you know, and maybe a couple things in the back seat too. So I had started using live music a lot even back in Syracuse. When I got here, though, it was it had just hit the point. The Beatles came out, and then that whole English invasion, and suddenly the amplification increased, and, and it was just a matter of every kid going out in the garage and getting, not every kid, but just about any kid who was into music going out into the garage with his friends and just starting bands up, and they would, you know, we'd pay them gas money. Here's five bucks, and I'll take you out to pizza after the gig sort of thing. Right. And, and we just, we always started using live music. Not only because we wanted it for the audience, but we wanted it to encourage members of the audience to get into music, to learn how to play, and to get up on stage. What happened eventually was, I'll never forget Black Oak. What I used to do, I'd bring in like Ario Speedwagon or the James Gang out of Cleveland or Jimi Hendrix, and I'd open up always with Michigan groups, usually somebody from Detroit, and at least two or three Flint bands. And the idea was when we'd get five or 6,000 people down at the old IMA Auditorium, you'd expose the younger people, and if they were good, and they always were, then you could go to a KSC Hall and draw two or 300. There was a natural stepladder, a natural, a natural progression through the years. Well, I know I was on the receiving end of that oh, really? message yeah. because, <laughs> you know, there were several people, Mark Diego, and and, uh, and and Steve McComb and, and mm-hmm. myself that were that were coming up at that time and we were those guys sure. in the garages and up Mark Barner and, and I remember Johnny sure. Brewer coming up to Chessening and playing and then coming up to Maria's Swing Valley in Hale, Michigan. Charlie <laughs> used to come up there from time to time. But here, what happened was this: when I had Black Oak, Arkansas, at the IMA Auditorium, was a point another unfortunate point in time and space because. I booked Black Oak, Arkansas, Jim Dandy, and you know the, sure, all that stuff. And sure. I said, and I want to open with him. The guy at Premier Records, and uh, not Premier Records, Premier Rep Firm, the, the booking agency in New York, said, "Well, Pete, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to take the bands we've got. We can't. I don't want any of your local people." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "No, if you want Black Oak, Arkansas, you got to take and whatever you know was with a record company or something like that." And as soon as that started happening, and it wasn't just in Flint, it was in market after market. It was it was right across the country. Local music became strangled. Those rungs of the stepladder were pulled away, and, and to this day, and you see it, it with, with with the consolidation of power, where you don't have a chance. This is going to sound very corny. Don't have a chance for the little guys to get out there and get a start. It and doesn't get sound corny at all because it's 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 horrible that that is not here right now because that is what created rock and roll music. And, and all and of the music that people hear on my show, yeah. whether it's music beds yeah. for weather or you know the, the opening credits yep. or whatever, 
um, and and occasionally it's not a music intensive yeah. show, but I do play music from time to time. It's always local. Well, we would say essentially what we were saying was, look, here we have Bob Seger, we have Scott Richard Case, SRC, we have Ted Nugent. If you like this, you know what? If you get good, you can come on up and join the party. You can get on the stage too, and they could. And that was just that door was yeah, totally Craig, closed. Craig Marston talks about the experience of playing with Jeff Beck. Oh, you sure? Because yeah. of that attitude yeah, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, attitude. yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, everything changes in life, and it's not just in rock and roll that happened. I happen to believe radio in that era was a delivery system, the most important delivery system. Now, thank God for the Internet. Thank God for the... And this is streaming, I'm sure, at some, at some point. It, I think yeah, the it KUF can be streamed, streams. Streamed the, the, the fact is that now you can do music and get it out there, and then you just have to create a way of getting people to go to your website. It's sort of like you can be in the Manhattan phone directory, but you know, you got to get people to come and, and dial your number. Right. But there's a way now to, to get out there, a way to get over, and and I just think this is the best thing in the world. And screw the big companies and say screw on your station. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I bet you can't. No, it's, no, a, no. it's a morning. <laughs> it's a morning okay, show, yeah. so that's about well, as far as well. We can go. I just I think those darn <laughs> the darn companies like Clear Channel and Citadel and Cumulus. It's it's a stranglehold. Hey, Ted Nugent. What a great idea for a song for Ted Stranglehold. Let's yeah. <laughs> call when this is over. There you go. It's absurd. It's time it ended, and I'm just glad that we had the opportunities we had when we were here in Flint. It's me and the mouse in my pocket. I always use that editorial weave from time to time. But it's got to come back again. Today's people have to have the same chance we did, and, and I, if nothing else in my old age, I want to try to make sure that might happen. Well, and that's and that's what I'm trying to do with the show. And I really appreciate you taking time to, to be with me. Um, what uh, what are you doing now? Are you as little as I can get away with? N well, tired. <laughs> I live out in Oakhurst, California, and that's about forty five miles north of Fresno, at the southern entrance to Yosemite National Park. And it's kind of like Petoskey in the mountains. It's three thousand feet. It's beautiful scenery. And the first thing I checked on when I got out there, our youngest daughter Susan is out there with her husband Rich, and they have a little business mm -hmm. called West Coast Imaging. They do digital photo processing. WestCoastImaging.com. Come on by. They've got a whole bunch of employees working in this little mountain community, and they're doing global. Oh, it's that's just they couldn't do it without the internet. And there's a little Irish bar called the Oakwood. <laughs> and they've got a lot of these rock and roll musicians, these old hippies from L.A. and San Francisco come in on Friday and Saturday night, and you wouldn't believe what they can sound like. And we passed the hat for them, and they're glad to show up. So uh, that's my home right now, Oakhurst. <coughs> We've got the book, Local DJ. There's a film option that's being renewed on that, and, you know, most movies don't get made. But I think what we're trying to do with that right now is figure how to shoot it and what we want to shoot. And we've got some very exciting ideas. As a matter of fact, I'm experimentally working on a thing called Uncertainties of Life on my blog, which is petercavanaugh.wordpress.com. And I took the original manuscript of Local DJ, broke that into blogs, and before that I've got five chapters in this thing called Uncertainties of Life. And we're going to try to fold that in because, as I say, that... Local DJ was a rock and roll history, not the history of rock and roll, but the story of me, sort of like Forrest Gump with headphones, being at the right place at <laughs> the right time coming up. Well, but certainly with the, with the phenomenon of uh, Michigan music as a oh, background. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, well, that that's a given. Yeah. But also, uncertainties of life, I call a rock and roll mystery. And, and the opening line on my website for uncertainties of life is: We are not who, what, where, when, or why we think we are. 
So with that as a teaser, go to wildwednesday.com, or you've got, again, petercavanaugh.wordpress.com, or my straight professional website for the, the executives who sometimes want to use my services. It's petercavanaugh.com, where I don't use certain words or expressions in my narrative. <laughs> yeah, but it's, 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 so I want to fold part of that into it. And along with that, I'm becoming very active, frankly, politically out in California. I'm uh, managing the campaign of a friend who's running for Congress in the 19th Congressional District next year, and I am the president of the Yosemite Mountain Democrats. And uh, I'm very involved, again, in California politics. And I, I don't like to call myself a de Democrat or a progressive so much as somebody who likes to keep an open mind and realizes that our nation has never been in such peril as it was with George Bush. And I hope right now I have every expectation that President Obama is going to lead us somehow, some way, out of this terrible situation where we are. I am convinced he is a terrific guy, and, and so again, I am very dedicated to our being supportive of him. I realize a lot of people are concerned about certain things not getting done yet. Give the guy time. This country was screwed up over a 20-year period. It's not going to be fixed overnight, but I think he's my guy, and this is my personal opinion, certainly not necessarily that of Mr. Yeah, I'll, 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 drop the the I'll drop the disclaimer <laughs> in there later. So I'm, I'm just uh, but, uh, getting involved politically out there, Joe. But, but I, but I yeah. tend to agree with you because I, I think if nothing else, uh, I, I think we've seen real evidence that the, uh, that the new president is engaged. Uh, you know, whatever your political leanings, you got a sense that he's on the job. And I think that's one of the reasons what, his popularity so, I mean, you looked at him in, in Cairo and now he goes over to Moscow and he's, he's saying, you know, maybe we can pull back on these nuclear things. And he, I think he's just cool. Yeah, he is And cool. you know what? I'll take cool. Yeah, I want right. to be with somebody who's cool. That's about, Barack Obama's cool. That's about time we have somebody cool in the White Amen. House. And, and somebody that you know, can actually uh, text. And you have to remember another reason I love being back in Flint. In 1936, when those guys sat down at that plant, they changed the world. And they yeah, brought they in, I mean, anybody who was in Flint during the boom years, and there were many of those owes it to a bunch of guys who put themselves on the line, literally on the line, on the line by seizing the line, and we can't be afraid not to assert ourselves, if not in a similar fashion, at least with that same degree of dedication. Well, and a great opportunity to, uh, to jump in with the notion that, you know, Flint is, as you know, and you've read and kept up on because you stay in touch with people here, just how difficult things have been as oh. GM has gone through its changes. But Flint has done it before, and we'll do it again. And you mentioned one example, the UAW, born right here in Flint. GM, born right People here in Flint. People forget about that. And, and yeah. they do forget that we know and how what it meant, we and what will these do guys, it again. And not just guys, but their wives, their families. And, uh, you know, Mike Moore and I go back quite some time, and he was, you know, a kid in uh, Richfield Township being shut down because of his hotline when they're trying to close my concerts, and, you know, sure. two Irishmen, although he's a little bit younger than I am, you know, suffering abuse from the same <laughs> source of discontent. We've been, uh, you know, pretty close all through the years. That's why I put him on WTAC sure. and then on, on WWCK for seven years with Radio Free Flint. Michael Moore, by the way, for people who think that, you know, Michael has said some negative things about Flint, it's quite to the contrary. And he has a new movie coming out October 2nd, I can give a little plug, thing, right? Sure. Yeah. Have you heard the title? The title has been selected. Did you hear it? I, I, I'm not sure. I've read some things about <laughs> it. Just really, sure the title is uh, coming coming to a theater near you, but still not in Flint because I guess there's still any theaters <laughs> theaters in Flint proper. It's going to be called Capitalism. 
a love story. <laughs> nice. Coming nice. up for Michael Moore. And say he's Flynn, and be proud of him. <clears throat> he's done a lot of things changing the world, and you can too. Whoever you are out there, you can too. Come and, on, let's and, go. And Flynn has a rich history of that, and people like that, and some huge talent is uh, in and from Flynn. And still here. And I count you very high among those. Well, and thank what? you again. Hey, man, I'm not that high. I haven't had time to sort of sit back and <laughs> kick it yet, you know? Well, it's still, it's still early. We'll get there. Very good. Peter C. Kavanaugh, a, a radio legend, a rock and roll legend in Flint and beyond. And thank you for taking time Tom to be with Sumner, us Tom Sumner, thank you so much. It's an honor being on your show. I wish there were a lot more stations like this, addressing the people, addressing the needs of the community to where everybody is helping everybody. That's what life should be about. That's what the station's about. And that's what Mr. Sumner's about. Rock and roll!
Sunshine Radio For a new generation Tom Sumner Program.com Tom Sumner Program.com The Tom Sumner Program.com From the Tom Sumner Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination, a COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine, and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19 and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Start your weekend early with the Tom Sumner Program every Friday live at 11. We turn the spotlight on the world of arts and entertainment featuring artists from music, TV, and the movies. Catch everything from the rich local talent pool in and around Flint and Genesee County to up-and-coming stars of stage and screen, plus legends from New York and Hollywood. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe Bye from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is... This is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. Start your weekend right. Go to 11 Fridays on the Tom Sumner Program. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the back. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. 
Imagine a journey down a picturesque river line. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Tom Summer Program.com. Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. My daughter needs a new phonograph She wore out all the needles Besides, I broke the old one in half I hate the Beatles She says they have a Liverpool beat She says they used to play there Four nice kids from off of the street Why didn't they stay there? What is all the screaming about? Fainting and swooning Sounds to me like their guitars Could use a little tuning The boys are from the British Empire The British think they're keen If that is what the British desire God save the Queen No daughter of mine can push me around In my house I'm the master But when the Beatles came into town Gad, what a disaster Little girls in sneakers and jeans Destroyed the territory Twas like some of the gorier scenes From West Side Story of course my daughter had to go there The tickets are cheap, she hollers I was able to pick up a pair for $47 When the Beatles come on the stage They scream and shriek and cheer them Now I know why they're such a rage It's impossible to hear them Ringo is the one with the drum The others all play with him It shows you what a boy can become Without a sense of rhythm There's beetle books and t-shirts and rings And one thing and another To buy my daughter all of these things I had to sell her brother Back in 
1776 we fought the British then, folks. Parents of America, it's time to do it again, folks. When they come back, here's how we'll begin. We'll throw them in Boston Harbor. But please, before we toss them all in, let's take them to a barber. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. was feeling kind of seasick The crowd called out for more The Romans of an honor As the ceiling blew away When I brought his train and saw it, was laid on up as a minotaur's chain that I face the first just go stay, turn on one up.
said there is no reason and the truth is plain to see that I'm walking through the thinkers One of sixteen vestal virgins who were leaving for the coast, and although my eyes are open, they might just as well be closed. As a man I told to say That I paid some birds to go sleep You know my love She's a damn Oh, oh, oh. 
show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on. Go on, get out of here. 